Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Peter Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Migs, I'll tell you what, I'm fired up today. Why is that? Ah, maybe I guess I just pounded down some coffee. Nice. It's a fun weekend. Yes. Got my life back together, even though my eyes say I don't. <laughs> you look a little tired. I do. I look in my world, dude. I look rough for the wear, but I actually got sleep last night. It was it was Saturday and Sunday where sleep was at, was at a premium. Dude, there's so many times where I like, I'll, I'll wake up, I'm like, feeling good, and I'll look in the mirror, I'm like, gosh, that child is killing you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I feel 100% better I do today than I did yesterday. But Awesome. As I, like, put up my mask and looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, my God. The eyes tell a different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, uh, so we're recording this a day early because we're going to go get lunch. Ted's yeah. off this week, so we're going to do one of ours. That's part of the other excitement. So I'm excited, too. I'm actually like, let's just bang this out because I'm starving. I didn't even, like, I typically have, like, a protein shake in the morning. I go a little bit, like, with some potatoes and chicken. I just had some chicken. All right. Just to tie me over. But I'm, like, ready to eat like a mother effer. Nice. Yeah. So, But I don't know if I'm going to upload this until tomorrow. So for those listening, it's going to seem like as if nothing has changed. Happy Wednesday. Hopefully the Mariners won last night like they did the night before. I Look, for sports, all I wrote was baseball. Because okay. I feel like every time we'll I get, get on this that. cast and yeah. I say something, then they lose games. I'm, yeah. Baseball's still going on. So we might enthusiastically talk about Monday Night Football two days after the fact. Who knows what we're going to do? But yeah. you know what? That's just how it is. Well, in theory, if we're taping this Wednesday, maybe we're going to the game in an hour. Yes. We are. We're on our way to the yeah. Mariners game. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> I hope we see you there. <laughs> right. Who knows, man? If you're listening to this, get off the treadmill. Get to the stadium. Mixie and I are there. Come say hi. We're going to be over at Section 669. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. Let's just get inspired, Ted. Yeah. Ted Talks. Starring B-Tech Smith. All right, it's been a while since I've had one of these, but oftentimes the TED Talk is just a pep talk to Ted himself. Yes. So I remind people, you know, you see, I saw Russell Wilson this weekend. What was he doing? He's always keeping the faith. And the last night he was on that Monday Night Football, the thing on ESPN2 with uh, Peyton and Eli. Uh-huh. And look. Are they calling it the Megacast? I don't know if they're calling that one. Usually they do that for college football. I'm pretty sure I saw them refer to it as the Megacast. Dang it. I'm, I'm, it's time to sue, Ted. This is how we retire. Sorry. I, I'll tell you what, man. What if there's a way to get the Megacast on that Megacast? I think that's the only way we let them use the name. We would dominate. Oh, my gosh. That's half how the, we get in. Half the country would hate us. The other half would be like, these guys are great. Well, I shouldn't say that. Then there'd be a third that'd be like, these two don't know crap about real football. I'm guessing like maybe 47 states will hate us. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, the one guy, he seems like he knows a little bit about football. The other guy, he's just talking about jersey colors and Super Bowl rings. Right. And why do they keep saying 69? And he keeps going, that player's nice. And every time it's the number 69 guy or number 96. Yeah. Uh, so keep the faith. And then also, like, keep the faith in yourself. Like, I know sometimes I can get worked up and overthink things and start running through a whole conversation in my mind. When I haven't even had the conversation with the person I need to have it with. Dude, I do that so much. Yeah. I do that with everything. And and, and, and all like work stuff, I'm like ready to have an argument over something that's not even an argument. Or even in wrestling stuff, like I'm going into it. Because sometimes you go into a match and you're wrestling someone you never met before. And so you're like, this guy's going to come in. He's going to try and be a total dick. And like, 
Like, no, we're all we're all in this together. It's a team effort. Like, what, if he's trying to make me look bad, that makes him look bad as well. Yeah. Like, you, it, it's so funny how your mind just wants to mess with you all the time. Yeah, I did it the other night with somebody. And kind of, I would say snap. It kind of was like, all right, is this like a problem? And they were like, I, like I, it is not a problem. Like, calm down. Like, Do we need been, to go outside? Have you, right. Have you been thinking about this? Yes. You've been thinking about it a lot, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> Stop thinking about it. Yep. Yep. But, yeah, you know, okay. uh, I didn't keep the faith, Steve. Yeah, uh, NFL fans love Peyton and Eli Manning's Monday Night Football megacast debut. Oh. What the F is that, Ted? Man, if it, if it wasn't if we weren't in a hurry today, we'd make this the curse and cast. Yeah, we would. Yeah. Mother effers. I don't believe that, man. They stole our name. They know I'm we exist. I'm kind of surprised nobody's reached out to us for the handle. I'm actually surprised we haven't been told to stop using this name because you know I'm I'm sure we haven't done any real effort to like have this copyrighted unless our company did, which maybe they did. I doubt it. <laughs> no, they don't sometimes even I'm like, do they even know we're doing I, this? I, I'm pretty sure they don't because sometimes yeah. we talk about stuff. I'm like, oh, we're probably gonna get in trouble for that one. The only time where our bosses were listening was the time when we had the playmate on. Yeah, because they were trying to see if like we should be a good fit to do like podcasts on on the company dime or whatever. And then we got in trouble for using copyrighted music. Yeah, right? That's the only time. And we're like, they shut down the copyrighted music. Understandably so. We were we were lawless podcast at that time. Lawless. I feel like that's how most people describe you and I. Lawless. lawless. Those two. Jesus, who knows what they're up to today? You just never know. I almost texted Luke yesterday, uh, speaking of lawless, since he's the one who gave us that term. Uh, just to see if he wanted to pop on because he made an appearance on the fifth quarter. I saw he was standing in for uh, uh for Walter, right? Which I was very confused because we had Big Walt on Friday morning to preview the upcoming season for the Seahawks and said, oh, yeah, don't forget, catch him on Sunday on the fifth quarter. And then on the fifth quarter, like, Walt's not with us because he's injured. And I'm like, what did he do? Ooh, I don't know. You think he twisted an ankle or something? That's what Danny did last night. Really? Yeah, Danny didn't come to work today. Oh, I didn't know that. How weird is that? Yeah. We were just talking about him. Yeah, he rolled his ankle. I'm presuming he was in the mosh pit at the um uh he was at the Less Than Jake Newfound Glory show. All right. And so he went to that show last night and I saw him post videos of him watching Less Than Jake. And then this morning I get a text from him and he's just like, Man, I rolled my ankle. I thought it was gonna be fine when I woke up. I just assumed it was Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he didn't. He was able to come to work because he couldn't stand on it. So oh. He had to go to the ER. Oh, that sucks. sucks. Sorry, Danny. That's brutal. We were saying, I'm like, I feel like groin pulls and ankle sprains take forever to heal. Yeah. Ah, oh. God. I mean, just the idea of it. Yeah. Wait, and and I know his lady's not in town, so it's like you don't even have anyone that can like help you get somewhere. Because he's like, I got to go to the ER, but I got to wait for someone to take me there. You know that explains why I saw him so much. <laughs> Oh, because his lady wasn't around, so he was like, he was just out. I think she out was the there boys. Friday. Out right. with the boys. Out Saturday for the boys. <laughs> well, poor Dan- the problem Danny had, too, was that Saturday I was meeting up with him for the Sounders game, him uh-huh. and Joey. And then I was like, yeah, man, I'll meet you down at this place. Like, my buddy's coming over. And you met my buddy, Brett, right? I don't think I have. I don't know. Brett's just one of those guys. So before they even get there, what Dan- does that even mean? <laughs> He's getting on the on the water taxi. Before I get there, Danny's like, Met your buddy. Brett's like, I met your crew. <laughs> like, we're already sitting at the bar. We'll see you when you get here. So then I go home as I'm meeting a, a friend later for dinner and uh-huh. stuff. And uh, I don't know why they made that awkward. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
That was such a creepy dinner and <laughs> stop. I know. Apparently, that's a, habit, a bad habit of mine, Steve. Just had sex. Why do you giggle? I'm like, I don't know. I'm happy. <laughs> Anyhow, what do you want? We can go wherever you want to eat. So, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I got all the steaks for you. <laughs> you don't need steaks. These steaks are gone. <laughs> So I text I text Brett later, like, what time did you guys stop? And he's like, stop. We're out of show together now. Oh, they kept going. They, oh, yeah. They partied all night. That's awesome. And then, of course, Brett's a psycho like me. So he's up early Sunday watching sports. And I text mm-hmm. Danny, like, right before kickoff. He's like, I just got up. I'm dying. Yeah. I was like, yep. Well, you got to be careful when you hang out with the pros. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, I thought you could roll with us. Yeah. I'll text you in a couple more hours when you get your rest. <laughs> it's just funny. This is like a picture of Danny and Joey and somebody else. And there's my buddy Brent. <laughs> you got to love those kind of nights. Oh, I thought it was all. I mean, look, yeah. anytime you can introduce friends and they automatically become friends, I'm like, all right, yeah. this is this is going to work. Right, right. And you can just dip out and they can still have fun together. That's a great thing. Yeah, speaking of which, I've been spending a little more time in uh, Tacoma. I got I to... Gotta, Randomly start reaching out to uh, Munson and Jay. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Cross that river. Well, Munson, you got to cross another uh, bridge now because he's a Gig Harbor guy. Oh, all right. Yeah. So now right. it's just, and Jay's a Puyallup guy. So now you got to just. Oh, so it's just me. All right. So, so, I mean, you just got to reach out to me now if you want to come <laughs> hang out with Jay. Because, I mean, if you come out with Jay. And you're in Puyallup. I'd be very hurt if you didn't well, listen, to me I as well. I wouldn't hang out in Puyallup and not text you. For some reason, I thought they lived like in Tacoma. So oh, those like, days are long gone. Are they? The boys have grown up. All right. At some point, you got to leave Tacoma. You got to make something of your life. I'm just I'm getting kidding. into I'm Tacoma. Tacoma is awesome. That Ruston area is it's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's a great spot. I mean, I couldn't afford to live on that in that area. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, when we were first looking for houses, I'm like, I'm just curious. Not for a condo, but like a house maybe a couple blocks away. And it was just like, no, not going to do that. Let's stay in Puyallup. Yeah, I found a cool uh, burger or uh, beer bar, too, up there in Proctor. Mm-hmm. Peaks and Pints. Peaks and Pints. I yeah. don't know that one. Yeah. It's a beer bar, but they got good sandwiches. Black and Salmon uh, BLT. In. Yeah, it was delicious. That's so good because, like, tomatoes wreck my mouth. All you know, right. Like, I get, like, canker sores. If I, it's something about, like, the, like, it's, it's, I don't know if it's, like, an alert allergy or it's just, like, something about the acidic of the, because um, so, uh, Oranges do as well. But I love BLTs. Yeah. But, like, it's not much fun to go get a BLT when it's just like, can I just have the BL? Here's my issue. But if you throw salmon in it, now I don't care if I miss out on the tea. And let's just get rid of the tea. Let's make a BLAs. Let's add yes. avocado, get rid of the tomato. I like the BLTAs back when I had. Yeah, but BLAs yeah. are great. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. The you block. get July 5th off. <laughs> the day after the Super Bowl off. Right. Tomatoes out. Avocado in. And we call it the blah. The blah. Give us the blah. Yeah. Toast my bread on my blah. I want that blah in my mouth. Listen, brah. I need a blah. So on, uh, oh, man, you know what I was going to do? I had a whole thing. I sent myself the link. Maybe I'll find it. Somebody put together uh, on Twitter a thread of all the lies that Hulk Hogan has told over the years. And some of it is so freaking funny. It just shows you just like what a, a lying POS that guy could be from time to time. All right. I'll, I'll maybe I'll try and track it down at some point. I, I thought about it because I always wanted to thank met one person who listens to the mega cast, so that's a big deal. Uh, at uh, Hales Palladium when I wrestled, which nice. was a lot of fun. Had a great time there, me versus Ethan HD. It was nice because it felt like 
So, I mean, without getting long story into it, but like, you know, when right before the pandemic hit, three, two, one battle kind of imploded. And that was like Correct. a spot for a lot of us. And more importantly, the bummer was that was such a great crowd. Like that crowd was some of the best fans that you could ever ask for. Like they were loud, they were drunk, they weren't major, they weren't like hardcore wrestling fans. They were just we want to get drunk and watch people throw each other around and we can and we're not it's not frowned upon for us yelling and cursing at them. They were yeah. that kind of a crowd. They're there for a fun time. Having a great time getting drunk and yelling at the wrestlers. And that's exactly what it felt like at Hale's Palladium. There was a lot of the three two one fans because a few of the uh, not a lot, but a few of the three two one wrestlers were a part of this show. And it kind of had that same vibe of being slightly weird and different. And it wasn't like your you know typical wrestling show. No fly-ins. Everybody, except for one, I think. One person flew in. But everyone else were local wrestlers, men and women. All right. And, dude, I come out and the crowd's going F Steve Miggs. And, you know, I, of course, beat Ethan HD. Not, didn't nice. Cheat, didn't cheat whatsoever. So, so he cheated a lot. Yeah, I had my number one fan help me out every once in a while. You know, hey, everyone's got uh, somebody that they need support from, and I have a guy who's a big fan of mine, and he'll come in and beat some people up from time to time. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's the best thing ever. He's a he's a super obsessed fan, and it's and at some points he climbs into the ring, does a giant cross body from the top rope, knocks the guy out, then I sneak up and win. And that's right. not exactly what I did, but it was almost a way that it won. But eventually, I was able to punch him with uh, no brass knuckles and and won the match. Steve, look on the mega cast. We're about one thing: winning. W's. That's right. And that's what I do. Yep. I do whatever it takes to win. I'm, win. I'm very hey. Eddie Guerrero-esque. Yeah. Minus the good looks, the sweet abs, and insane wrestling ability. I'm just like Eddie Guerrero. They used to say in the Smith family, it's only a foul if the ref blows his whistle. That's right. <laughs> you ain't winning if you ain't cheating. Right. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Damn straight. <laughs> So it was a blast, dude. The place was just having a great time. We had a lot of fun. It was one of those nights where, like, the not only was the crowd great, but the locker room was even better. Like, you would have loved it, dude. People just crushing beers in the locker room when you finished nice. your match. All of a sudden, you know, oh, oh, Bob's done with his match. He's, he's in there with a beer and a shot. Like, what's up, everybody? So, But I was in the main event, so we were last. So you were waiting. So it was just like, by the time we're done, everybody's wasted, which was great because everyone loved our match. I had some of my buddies. They're all drunk. They're like, that was your greatest match I've ever seen you have. I'm like, how much did you watch of it? I mean, I watched some of it. but I, I could hear. I could yeah. hear. The crowd was into it. That means it was a great match. I'm like, I, I'll take it. So I, is this by Hales right, right there in that same area? Yeah, in like in Fremont? Yeah, you know, like you, Freelard, right? Yeah, you kind of like go past all the stuff in Fremont and you keep going towards Ballard. It's so kind of like that, you just jumped over into Ballard. It's isn't like, that like where the four B's is across the street? Uh, it, Mario's Pizza is right across the street. The Fred All Meyer's right. right there. All right. There used to be that bar on the right-hand you, side. It could be. Yes. Yes, it is. Because I saw yeah. a bunch of drunk people leaving that bar, and it looked like fun. One of the first bars I went to in Seattle. Puked there. Well, you know what? I could I could totally understand that. The people who left were on the verge of puking. Yep. Yeah, they were having a good time. Like, if I didn't have to go home, I was like, and I was like that might be a fun place to hang out. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good Seattle bar. So across the street to Hale's um, Brewery. Correct. Around the corner of the brewery, behind, in the back. Is the Palladium? They have like right, a full right, like venue sense. with a stage, a, a great like little room for like us to get dressed in and changed. Yeah, dude, the spot's awesome. Nice. Yeah, it, highly recommend. We're going to be doing it again. I think November Friday, November twelfth. I think. I don't know. It's a, it's a Friday and it's around the twelfth. All so right. If, if if Friday is November twelfth, we're doing it on Friday, November twelfth. Get your tickets <laughs> at SOS Pro Wrestling. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, all, all the yeah, just come on out. It's a it's a good time.
All right, I got to get hit one of those. Yeah, come over, get drunk, and yell at wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, you really can't go wrong. And it's yeah, in and I Seattle. Seen you, I was going to say, right, and I haven't seen you wrestle forever. I got a little bit better. All right, yeah, I've seen you do some announcing, but I haven't seen you actually wrestle. And if you get drunk, apparently I have the best matches of my life. Well, Steve, you've always had great matches when I've seen you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key to it. Everyone knows. I've only ever seen you wrestle on Friday. That's not true. The first time you wrestled, for some reason, I wasn't like I was doing like a sober month or something. Oh, I thought you were drunk for that one. Now that was that. Remember that? Battle Mania. I think it was Battle Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they always just drinking Red Bulls. But yeah, but other than that, I'm pretty sure I've had at least a decent buzz every time I watch you wrestle at Defy. That that, from now on, whenever I um, have a match, if I want to like review it or critique, I'm like, here, I want you to watch my match. But first, here's a shot, a beer, and a joint. You'll appreciate what I do way more if you do that. It'd be awesome if it was old school and we still had VCRs and you just gave somebody a six pack of like IPAs and a videotape oh and went, my review my match. Here you go. First, finish this, watch the tape. Right. All right. Why don't we take a quick break? Maybe we'll do the Hulk Hogan stuff, but we'll definitely get into the wide world of sports. Oh, it's a big weekend. Huge weekend. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to talk football with you. All right. When the Megacast returns. <laughs> Ted and Steve need a break. I just wish they would take an indefinite break. The Megacast will unfortunately be back. What started with pumpkin spice lattes has now taken over the world. Pumpkin spice margarine, pumpkin spice fettuccine, pumpkin spice Pringles. Now everything comes with pumpkin spice, like pumpkin spice ale. Drink too much, get sick, even your yak will smell like pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice proactive. Sure, it doesn't get rid of your pimples, but makes each one look like a little pumpkin. Oh, not feeling so fresh, ladies? Rub a little pumpkin spice on it. You'll feel good enough to eat. Who doesn't love a mouthful of pumpkin pie? Pumpkin spices fat free calorie free gluten free and now 27 percent more pumpkin-y everything in the world's all right now that everything's made with pumpkin spice mother pumpkin yeah these two guys are proof that they'll just let anyone do a podcast the megacast is back that's right next week dude you and I, a week from today, oh yeah, we'll be dancing and grooving at the showbox with our masks on. I talked to Taryn yesterday, and she's like, "What show?" And I was like, "I was like the Flamingo guy." And she's like, "Oh, I think I know him because of you and Steve." I was yes, like, yes, yeah, yeah. You is. zoomed in one day, and we said we wouldn't talk to you until you watched the Flamingo video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were ahead of the curve on that guy. Everybody I mean, that and Friday night zooms, as I like to say, early adopters. Yes. Yes, and we're more than happy to welcome people into the world. Like, I'm yeah. not, we're not gatekeeping. You could be a fan of Mark Rabia. Yeah, you could watch MLS. I don't care. Yeah, you could like hockey. Tomorrow's a big day for us hockey fans. Dude, look, so I have tomorrow off. I, do I get up and go watch that? What what do you what is to watch? Isn't there like a jersey reveal or something tomorrow? Or are they opening the, I, the practice facility? I thought there was like a ceremony tomorrow in Northgate. It's the start of selling the jerseys. You might there there is definitely they're doing some kind of pomp and circumstance there. I don't know All exactly right. what they're doing uh, because I was just like I'm not gonna be able to make it. But 
But uh, the new rink is, I, I think it's finally opened for the public. I know a lot of people got to go early that were like big fans and didn't or the light big supporters. Rail, did the station just open today or is it opening tomorrow? Oh, you know, you, won't, you might know more. I don't even know. Like, do I just, am I one of those nerdy, like 40 year old dudes that's just like, I really wanted to take a ride on it and be one of the first guys yes. to ride it? And buy a newspaper and like save the newspaper? Yeah. Yeah. And just use my actual name, like, oh, I'm just Edward Smith. Yes, here I am to ride the bus. You know, we're talking I, about this. It's actually today. It's happening when, probably when people listen to this. <laughs> I love public tra- Actually, I am very excited that light rail is going, going farther. Dude, that's going to be great. It's going to be clutch. But uh, I already have a couple of buddies like, hey, man, like our hockey team, we need goalies from time to time. You want us to hit you up? If, I'm like, if I can make it, yes, please. I want to I yeah. play hockey there. Like that, that rink looks awesome. Yeah. And I mean, like even from downtown, you could keep your – well – you're not going to hop on the light rail with all your gear. I was like, Steve, you don't even have to drive your car. I know. That's I'm picturing you lugging all your gear and your pads. Well, I was like, I'm probably sure, like, I have a few buddies that play <laughs> hockey that are part of the Kraken organization. I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to be doing, like, some drop in, like, lunch gates or whatever and be like, hey, you want to come down? I'm like, I would totally love to do it. But then I'm thinking, I got to go all the way north. I'll do it because I'm stupid. Yeah. But I'm going to have to go all the way north, play hockey, and then battle traffic to get back home. Like, it's like, that's going to be the moment where I wish I still lived in Linwood. For sure. But whatever, man. You'll I, do I, it one day. At least a few times I'm going to be doing that. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. I want to. I just want to get my hands. Not only do I want to get my hands on the actual Kraken jersey, but I want to try and, like, twist some arms to get a Kraken practice jersey. Nice. Because th- that's just awesome. Because those you can't buy. Right. You got to know somebody. Yeah. And I know someone. I know a Wiki. Yeah, well, that's why it was I'll so cool. I'll pay for it. Like, they sell the Keeper kits now, but that's why back in the day, the first few seasons, when I had yeah. Drago's kit, it was so awesome. Because people were just like, how did you get your hands on one? It's like, I know one of the goalkeepers. Right. Nobody, and, and what a great humble brag. Yeah. It's, like, it's such a great flex. Yeah. yeah. The goalie gave it to me. Right, but that 09, that 10 season, I mean, people would stop me constantly and be like, where did you get Like, I look, I know the guy. It's the only reason I have Yeah, because no one could get one. Yeah, now they actually sell them. It's funny. I'm I, I'm not surprised that they decided to do that because at some point the demand probably was so high. I you know what I gotta ask Danny is he has a couple, but I don't think I, I don't know if they're on sale all the time or it's specific time because you don't see a ton of them in the stands. Well, because if I'm like if I'm big into soccer as a goalie for hockey, I'm gonna want to get a goalie jersey. Yeah, because I want to if I'm gonna support a player, I'm gonna support the goalie. And I mean, Stefan was it Fry, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that'd Stephen. be kind of Stefan. Sorry. I was more worried about the last name. I screwed up the first name. Stefan. Oh, by the way, that was uh, Stefan. Stefan Free. That was such a good uh, little flow chart the uh, crack had put out. Oh, that was just a random dude that put that out. Oh, no kidding. That was like somebody's Twitter page. All right, I saw you click on it, and I was like, like, yeah, I do want them big. The beefier, the better. Yeah, it's a, yeah. if you go to my Twitter, uh, I shared it. It's a, oh, man, what was the name of the, um, whatchamacallit, the, whoever put it together. It was like some kind of a, a fan site for, for the Kraken. And basically it gives you a chart. Uh, Emerald City Hockey. on, So it's Emerald City HKY on Twitter. And they said because Kraken jerseys are going on sale, and if you're undecided on which to get, we created a flow chart to help. And it was basically like, if you like this, you'll probably like this player's jersey. If you yep. like that, you know, so that way if you don't know anything, like if, if you're a fan of Ghosts, you'll probably want Brandon Tanev's jersey. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah, and it's just like, do you like a big player? Do you want him defensive? Like, do you care for like the Thunderbirds or do you like the tips? Like, Right. Do you like just, prospects? Do you like coffee? Then you'll probably want Gustav Olofsson's jersey. Right. Like, do you want it to be the only jersey in the arena? Like, it, it was done pretty well. I was like, holy crap. They really thought this out. I do like... Are you the older brother? Then you'll want Hayden Flurry's jersey. Are you not the older brother? Then you'll want Kale Flurry's jersey. Ooh, Kale Flurry. That's a good call. That might be me. 
Can you out pizza the hut? You want Will Morgan's jersey? <laughs> like the whole thing is just completely ridiculous. How about a Stanley Cup ring? Do you like those? Colin Blackwell. And then you said, yeah, do you like really large? <laughs> right. He was like defenseman. Like, do you like a big? I was like, big. Yeah. Oh, it's Alexiak. Yeah. That's the one that's, I'm torn. Like, if I'm going to get a jersey, which I'm pretty sure I'm going to, I'll probably put on my credit card so my wife doesn't give me a hard time because it's like 180 bucks, I think, for the replica one. Ooh. Uh, but if I'm going to get a jersey, I'm either going to go with Grubauer or Drieger, either of their goalies, because I like both of them. Or do I want to go with a guy that likes to fight, like Jamie Alexiak? That's a good call. Right. Maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just put Migs on the back of mine. Yes. Number 40. <laughs> I, I, I claimed it. I looked. There's still no number 40 yet. I'll do that, too. We'll both get Miggs jerseys. <laughs> I just like the idea about the game. Like, no, I don't know where Miggs is. Why does everybody keep asking? It's like you're wearing his jersey. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant I always want to get a shirt that says, I don't know where Ted is. The thrill of victory. For our festival shows. Right. In the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. All right. First things first. Yes. Last weekend I sat here, or last week, and I stand here often and complain about my F1. Because it's always Lewis or Max Verstappen. Uh-huh. And I said something like, I don't like Max Verstappen. You know, be a shame if he didn't finish a race or something. He didn't. Either did Lewis Hamilton. But my guy, who's been in the middle of the pack all year, Daniel Ricciardo, got his first win in a Grand Prix since 2018. Oh, damn. Yeah, dude. I was pumped. And then, Steve, you know what he does when he wins? Cracks a beer. A shoey. Oh, so you filled the beer with the shoe? Well, champagne. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because after, like, when you get on the podium, you get the champagne, and they yep. play that, dun, 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 and you spray everybody. He always does a shoey. So, like, do we need to do a shoey at some point? I don't know. I said I would never do a shoey, but, of course, Sunday afternoon after the Hawks game, I was like, F it, we're doing shoeys. Did you do it? I did not. If they win the Super Bowl, let's do shoeys. All right, but here's my issue. I don't know that I want to drink out of one of the shoes I wear, and I don't know that I want to pour beer into a shoe I haven't worn yet. Yeah, I'm willing to provide a shoe. <laughs> yeah, Dana Ricardo literally just takes off his shoe yeah. after the race and does the shoe, and I'm like, that's a little extreme. Yeah, I mean, I do it, but it's just like, yeah, like your shoe's done. We used to do that in college. We called shoot the boot. All right. And so you'd have a boot, and you'd fill it up with beer, and you just start chugging it. And also, we'd, we'd also drink out of a, a, a cut pig's head. So, I mean, that's a whole other story. Yeah. It yeah. was just awesome. And, like, I always talk about, like, people love Daniel Ricardo because he's likable, but he's only, he's always, like, 10th, like, middle of the road. So it's huge. It was a massive, massive win for him. Uh, his teammate Lando Norris came in second, so McLaren was 1-2. Just awesome way to start the day. And then you had NFL football Sunday. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, my God. I mean, look, I hate to admit this, and I know sports mean a lot to me and, like, my family, but when Scott Hansen came on, he came out straight, Steve, Octobox, and then seven hours of uninterrupted football. It brought a tear to a man's eye. I bet, dude. God, I, I love see- And then I'm playing public again. So that was last Sunday was like the, like, I'll have another Sunday like that. But that was like, all right, first week, we're like, we're partying. I yeah. started dip season. And you knew you also had Monday off. Yeah. So yeah, it's exactly. a good time. Yeah. Uh, Hawks look good. 
Dude, they looked awesome. Yeah. I mean, especially since we didn't get to see any of the players play in the preseason. I mean, it was just all the backups. So it was like, ah, how are they going to come out? And in that first drive, I'll be honest, I was like, oh, boy, here we go again. That stupid penalty that led to them marching all the way down. I'm like, all right, they, they only got a field right, goal. Right, because we stopped them, and yeah. then Adams was offsides. But you go, all right. But I was, like, so nervous. I'm like, is this going to be how our defense – but, man – Props to the defense and Ken Norton Jr. and the rest of the crew. They, they made the adjustments, and they were really good for the rest of the game. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be perfect. No team is perfect. But the offense was awesome. The offense was rolling. There was a lot of talk at halftime. Had a couple people over, and they're like, what about DK? And I was like, look, DK's going to get his touches. I go, right yep. now, he is just he's just running decoy. But when you the get, ultimate decoy. But when you get to that third decoy and fourth Metcalf. <laughs> when you get to that third and fourth quarter, after a while now the safeties can't help themselves. Now they're yeah. gonna leave they're gonna leave them a little more open. They're not gonna double team them, this and that. And then his his pure athleticism and speed is just gonna yeah. come through. Like he's like, uh, You're like right. I mean, I'm just pacing around my apartment, like, don't worry, he's gonna get his touches. Like yeah. we're gonna feed him. Yeah, because what what he ended up doing was just it was great for Tyler Lockett because all of a sudden, then then, then the tide turns because now it's like, oh, we got to put more pressure on Tyler. Well, then you got DK Metcalf having a little bit more freedom. Yeah, it was just awesome. Yeah, and it running just, game looked great. Russell Wilson looked fantastic, and it's just fun to see the boys hitting. Yeah, let the pads pop, and hearing a crowd, not a fake crowd. Like the fake yeah. crowd worked just fine to make football enjoyable last year, but it was like wrestling. It was like once you feel that real crowd energy, you realize how much you missed. Football at its fullest. I, I agree 100%. Yeah. Especially like this year when you saw stuff like with people coming back, it was like, oh, yeah, it is awkward without the crowd. Yeah. And then even just like the opening, like, you know, the the, the national anthem stuff was just like Goosebump City. Everything was oh, done yeah. just so well. I was on cloud nine after they won that game. I was just so happy. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good food, like hanging out, mimosas. A, a, an offense that was like doing things that we don't typically see them do. So it was just yeah. like, oh, okay, Shane Waldron. We see what's up. <laughs> uh, like I said, I would. Oh, I'd also be remiss. I'm not a huge Met Gala person, but props to Sierra. We're in the Super Bowl ring. Yes, and then the jersey, the color rush jersey. I thought that was so cool. So I did a little research. Apparently, those the football jersey dress was a look in the '60s that was made popular by uh, by a group. So I think it started as an homage to that, which is my new favorite word because of the homage to Dick's Deluxe at Lunchbox Laboratory. <laughs> Uh, but then obviously she made the color scheme and it was the, the Seahawks jersey and then just stunting with the ring. Oh, I, I loved it. Because like we talked to Cliff Avery on Friday and I made it up. I'm like, do you, when do you wear the ring? I'd be wearing it all the time. And he just thought that was so funny because he's like, I don't wear it very often. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, well, you know, every once in a while we pull it out for like charity events or things on those lines. So it was like right after that. Now Sierra's rocking it. And a bunch of listeners were t- tweeting at me like, dude, Sierra's doing what you would do. I'm like, damn straight. Wear that ring. Yes. I thought it looked awesome. And then last, I'll just and say. And I think it was very an unassuming dress. It was very modest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bright green. I thought that was so great. Mm, with the sides cut out. I mean, good on Russ. Did you see him at all last night on the on the Megacast stuff? I didn't. No. I, I mean, I love the dude, but he's such a dork about, about football. Like, it, like, Peyton Manning had some sports cliches. Yeah. But as soon as Russ showed up, it was the same thing, like, uh, they're just like that was a bad play. That's okay. The next the next play is the most important play. And like between him and Peyton Manning, I mean, I was it was like coach speak overload. I was like, oh my god, this is Enough amazing. With this positivity. <laughs> 
So yeah, so I hit the Sean, Marshawn, my buddy Sean. He does the X's and O's. I'm just the assistant coach keeping the energy up. Right, right. It's like when I watch Miracle, like you know, like Coach Herb Brooks. He's the yeah. he's the dick, and then all of a sudden you get the assistant coach who's kind of buddy with the rest of the team. Like, ah yeah. oh, man, it's all good. I'll give you a hug. <laughs> get in here. Uh, what was I going to mention about? Oh, uh, something about sports, kind of about hockey. You watched the documentary. Crime oh my god, amazing! Right? Did I watch? I can't remember. I, I might have watched it that Wednesday night last I week. I think you texted me that night. If not that night, the next day. Yeah, unbelievable. Probably one of the best like documentaries I've seen in a while. Dude, how about uh, AJ, the the teen that's now an adult, yeah. of course. Uh, uh, what the hell is their name? The last name. Uh, the gr- uh, AJ. Gr- oh, my gosh. I know they're part of the, right, because they were somewhat related to what, Genovese? Galante. Galante. AJ, he's on the up the new episode of Spit and Chicklets. And I saw I saw them promoting that all week. I I just listened to like the first like thirty minutes on my way into work today. It's awesome. Like he I, shares more stories and just talks about uh, Tom, the equipment manager guy, Tommy. Yeah, that guy might have been the scariest dude in that whole movie. When he smokes the cigar and then just stop, he's like, "You don't want to mess with uh, Jimmy Galante," and then just stares as he smokes the cigar. I'm like, "No, I don't want to mess with you." Yeah. Yeah, they they still seem to cover up a bit about that guy. Well, according to AJ, it sounds like he was his hockey coach back when he was younger, and he was just a, a just aggressively like a, just like a, a cool guy, but like right, but he's tough like, as f. Yeah, did I check kids into the boards? Yeah, right. And he said, and then they even asked him like, "Well, you had him as the equipment manager. Could he like sharpen skates?" And AJ's like, "I I don't even know if he could, but he just he was the attitude that we wanted on the team." I was like, "This kid is amazing." Right, because I saw him last week on uh, the McAfee okay. show. Yeah. Doing an interview and stuff. I mean, I almost want to hit him up because he even said on the Spit and Chicklets, he's like, I'm up to, t- I'll talk to anyone. If your podcast has two followers, I'll still talk to you. I'm like, this kid just loves the, he just loves telling the story. He just yeah, we should such, get him on here. Right? It's such a crazy story. He just loves sharing it. And also, like, it's hard to explain to people because, like, I, the father is involved in organized crime. Right. But, like, when you see how much that city loved this team mm-hmm. and, like, that the end when the main enforcer dude is talking about him and then he walks in and he's, like, tearing up. Yes. It's like was that Whitfield or, like, something like that? Uh, the main guy that, like, broke his leg and then came back. Brad Wingfield. Yeah. Because he's but, also on the Spit and Chicklets podcast. Yeah, it's just wild to be, like, I, I don't – that's always the thing with, like, illegal crime. Like, it's bad, but also, like, they are doing good stuff for the community. Oh, for that community especially. Yeah. Like, it brought the whole city together. And, like, he was sharing on the, the podcast, like, how, you know, a lot of those people had no idea what the hell hockey was. And now the they're ladies just, in a wheelchair playing hockey. Yes. And they're, like, still, like, they shared, he shared a story. There was a time where they went and go, they, they were playing another team in their town. And right. a bunch of the fans from that section, like the section 112. 102. 102. 102. Yeah. They all traveled to go see the game. The game goes into triple overtime. And I'm paraphrasing, so just apologies if you heard the podcast, but you'll get the gist. The players are playing so hard, of course, they're sweating through all their stuff to the point where, like, their undergarments under their jerseys are just soaked. And it's, like, because they've been playing so hard. So all the 102 section people, I guess, wait by the doors or whatever or by, like, the entrance when they're, like, going back off the ice to take another break until the next period – and all take their shirts off and give them to the players so they could wear a dry shirt. Underneath their pants. Underneath their stuff. And then went back out and watched the rest of the game shirtless. That's awesome. That be, I mean, it's the ice arena. It had to be freaking cold. Right? I'm like, this is the greatest story. It's, it's called Untold, Crime and Penalties. It's on Netflix. And, I mean, and he even shared. He's like, I was a big wrestling fan. He's like, so when my dad gave me the team, I was like, I want to turn our team into the ultimate heel. 
and, and yeah, and it truly is. He just he made it so that he's like, you know, I mean, wrestling it works. Like you go see a show because you want to boo the bad guys. I wanted to be the bad guys. Yeah, and it's also wild. I don't want to give away the whole documentary, but it's just wild how the commissioner, mm-hmm. like at first, like he turns completely, and then, but also, like doesn't say anything, right? <laughs> it's kind of like I. It, it, it's kind of like a, like this team is bringing us so much attention. Yeah, and, and also I kind of like. I mean, granted, there's a reason those people are high up in those positions because they know what they're doing. He's mm-hmm. like, look, I don't, I can only tell you what I what I what they did on the ice and when they got in trouble. Other yep. than that, I don't know nothing. Oh, dude, that documentary is so damn good. And then the interview was so great because he even shared a story of, at some point, there was a team in the NHL called the Atlanta Thrashers. They're no longer around. All right. Because uh, just hockey in Atlanta did not work. Uh, but they apparently sent them like a cease and desist or something saying, Trashers is too close to Thrashers. All right. And so AJ faxed them back and said, all right, we'll stop using the name if you play us. Like, if you could beat us in hockey, we'll we'll, we'll relinquish the name. <laughs> Jesus. And of course, they never responded. He's just like, he figured that they wouldn't. Yeah. But like, if they did, what a great, what a great story! Like, you were having a pro NHL team having to play a, a minor league team for the rights of a name in a minor league stadium. Yes, that'd be awesome. It's so great. The guy's a brilliant dude, and he sounds like it's just a, you know, he said he's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, some of the things I did were kind of douchey, but I was a teen. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah, I also love the fashion. I just forgot how big all that's like. We we all had those clothes. Oh, everything was baggy. Yeah, super baggy. Yeah, right. White hats. <laughs> he did. He pulled out during the interview the uh, the Trashers uh, uh, necklace. All right. Yeah, because he had just a giant bling. He was just so ridiculous. I'm glad you enjoyed it because it was awesome. Yeah, I had uh, another buddy. You know Aaron Oster from uh, the Dropping Out podcast. Yeah, yeah. I was on their podcast and out of nowhere, I was like, "You guys need to watch this documentary. It's not just a hockey documentary, but if you're a fan of wrestling, the kid at 11 years old had the attitude error show up to his birthday party." Like the yeah. rock, honky tonk man, all Captain Lou Albano, like all these guys were showing up to his birthday party. So on McAfee's podcast, they asked him about that and they mm-hmm. said, What was the most impressive thing? And he's like, Well, first you gotta know he's like Triple H was still Hunter Helmsley. Yep. Like the rocks, the rock but he's, he's not the Rocky Rock. Yeah. yeah. But he said China. And he goes, as a kid, he goes, watching her, he's like, she ate like 12 for like 13 hamburgers. But he was just like, as kids, could you imagine a 10-year-old kid? And like, I've met China in person. Uh I mean, she is physically intimidating as you think. Yeah. But they were just saying, like, just watching her eat. And I was like, well, yeah, you don't get that big and that ripped without a lot of protein. But I was like, as a kid, can you imagine me like, look at that wrestler. She won't stop eating our hamburgers. Yeah. But I'm afraid to tell her to stop. But he was like, that's the main thing I remember. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. (laughs) Oh, man, that's so great. I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, to hit on. Uh, I mean, I, I'm getting hungry. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm getting thirsty, hungry. I'm all the things, Steve. The podcast is over. It's done <laughs> for this week. I don't know if we're going to be back next week. I don't think we're going to be in any shape to do a podcast. No, no, no chance. No, no chance. Okay. <laughs> I'll be hating life this time next week. Why did I go to a show on a Tuesday? You're going to be like, well, I don't know why you stayed up till three. We were home by 1130. Yeah, I mean, I said that you should have took the next day off. I did. All right, so we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, maybe we'll get AJ uh, 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 from the the the, the day and day. AJ Galante. AJ Galante from the Danbury <laughs> Trashers. We we'll get AJ. Uh, what's his hey, name? Hey, what's hey. his nuts? <laughs> what's his nuts? AJ, what's his nuts? What is that from? <laughs> I th- I think that's just a stupid. Is it Italian? Like, hey yo, what's his nuts? Kind of thing. <laughs> 
I feel like that's from a movie. It probably is. I don't know. What's his nuts over there? <laughs> like, like like some like wannabe Goodfellas film made it up right? or something like that. I don't know. I always just start talking with one hand. Hey, huh? hey, hey, what's his nuts? Maybe we'll have him on. If not, you got uh, Teddy what's his nuts and Stevie what's his nuts. Yeah, not on a Sunday, though. Huh? It's the day for Gabagool. <laughs> I'm still not positive what Gabagool is. I just love saying it. <laughs> you broke me. Hey, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. You're gonna like it. What's what's your nuts? Yeah. Who knows how long we can keep that name? Because you know, uh, Payton and Eli, they might be coming around with the Gabagoos, and they tell us we can't keep the name anymore. Yeah, we're dealing with these brothers, the Mannings, huh? You like your kneecaps, then you get rid of the, the Megacast. Yeah, yeah. Coming up here. What are you doing out of the South? Making us sick. <laughs> All right, we're out. Yeah, man.